TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's 9.30 in 716. I'm Susan Rose. It's primary day. And this morning, we're at 68 degrees. It's cloudy. There will be a few showers around today. We'll check in with Aaron Menkowski and get the forecast coming up. But here is what's happening this morning. Voters head to the polls for a second primary this summer. Congressional and state Senate primaries were pushed back from June because of the late redistricting process this year. The marquee race is the Republican primary in NY23. This is a tough one to handicap. Republican strategist Carl Calabrese in the primary between Carl Palladino and Nick Langworthy. Carl Palladino has the upper hand in name identification uh, to start it with. Uh, he also has the upper hand in that district is Trump country. On the other hand, Nick Langworthy has the upper hand because Nick understands grassroots politics. Um, he got his education in local government, local politics doing all of the basic fundamentals that it takes to get people to the polls. Ken Crowley of politicsandstuff.com says the race has gone from reasonable to very nasty. They uh, are both uh, very ambitious guys, uh, and I I think that uh, Paladino, of course, has a history of uh, uh, going after people in a variety of ways. Uh, Langworthy is more reserved, but uh, once you get into... uh, uh, charges back and forth, uh, the whole thing sort of uh, deteriorates. UB's Jacob Nyheisel says there has not been much independent polling. Mostly what we've seen are, are leaked internals or, or internals that are put out there. So I, I think it's probably a tighter race than we would have expected maybe when that first Paladino poll uh, came out some time ago. But uh, I still think that uh, there might be an edge for Paladino here. But that's that's based off of instinct, not on data. Here are the full conversations online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. There is a placeholder election in the Southern Tier today to fill the seat left vacant by Congressman Tom Reed until the end of the year. For Erie County voters, there's also a Democratic primary in the 26th Congressional District between Representative Brian Higgins and Eamon Eddie Egrew. And there are two state Senate primaries, Senator Sean Ryan versus Benjamin Carlisle in the 60th District. Also, Senator Ed Rath against Joel Giambra in the 61st District. Giambra dropped out of the race, but his name will still be on the ballot. Polls open in an hour at 6 a.m. and remain open until 9 p.m. tonight. We have live special primary coverage beginning at 9 tonight on WBEN. Tom Puckett along with our reporters covering the candidates and analysis from Carl Calabrese, Jack O'Donnell, Ken Cruley, and David Bellavia. And of course, full reaction tomorrow morning right here on WBEN. WBEN Newstime is 5.05. 
anger and frustration, Erie County District Attorney John Flynn and Buffalo Police Commissioner Joe Grimalia not pleased that a 14-year-old suspect charged with murder could be released on bail. Here we are with another 14-year-old that is released, has the potential to be released back onto the streets. This, this, uh, this just perpetuates the cycle of violence. When people know that there are little consequences and they have the ability to get out of jail rather quickly, they're going to keep doing what they do. The 14-year-old, along with a 17-year-old who was remanded, are charged in connection with the death of a 16-year-old, Emily Kuyper, from Niagara Falls, who was a front-seat passenger in a vehicle when she was shot on Elmer Avenue in the city on Friday night. School districts across western New York breathing a sigh of relief with the state announcing COVID-19 guidance that aligns with new CDC recommendations. No more quarantining and no more test to stay. It seems to me that the governor is acknowledging that we are in the post-emergency phase of COVID-19, which is wonderful for those of us to hear. Um, School children have had their lives turned upside down by COVID for two and a half years, and uh, that's not going to happen this year, according to what I've read in the guidance and what I heard from the governor today. So that was Uh, great for us to hear. So we're full speed ahead on getting schools open. That's Michael Cornell, president of the Erie Niagara School Superintendents Association. He said putting COVID in the background will allow schools to focus on the mental health of students, which suffered greatly the past two years. We'll be speaking with Michael Cornell coming up in the seven o'clock hour this morning. A new report about how much classified material has been seized over several months as part of a Department of Justice investigation of former President Trump's handling of the documents. The New York Times reports the government has recovered more than 300 documents with classified markings from Trump since he left office. The Times goes on to detail how the Justice Department has had to recover the documents piecemeal. With a first batch of documents returned in January, another set provided by Mr. Trump's aides to the Justice Department in June and the material seized by the FBI in the search this month. That's Derek Dennis reporting. Other news this morning, news of a man in Arkansas violently arrested, according to a witness who filmed the incident. Police and even the governor of Arkansas have condemned the actions of the officers involved. The attention the arrest has received is due to the raw actions seen on that video. You see in the frame these three officers uh, on top of a man, and they are punching him, uh, kneeing him, uh, kicking him. And at one point, you you hear the woman, she gasps as she watches the man's head being slammed into the ground. That's Marcus Moore reporting. More than a thousand flights were canceled around the country yesterday. Airports in Texas and around New York City hit the hardest. Staffing shortages and severe weather blamed again. A school bus and other vehicles had to navigate flooded roads in the Dallas suburb of Mesquite where conditions turned deadly. Authorities say a body was pulled from a vehicle after it was found in the receding waters. Meanwhile, the Northeast receiving some much-needed rain, more than six inches in parts of New Jersey. And more airlines canceling more flights this fall from their schedules. Thousands of flights by American, Delta, and United. You'll hear more about that when we go in-depth a little bit later on this morning. There is a mystery illness killing dogs in Michigan. The illness stumping scientists, unsure of exactly how it's spreading, 
and there are reports of dogs dying within just days of showing symptoms. Most of the dogs, younger than two years, with severe gastrointestinal issues. Symptoms have been reported to be similar to parvovirus, but veterinarians in Michigan say all of these dogs tested negative for the highly contagious bug. But they do note that this could be a new strain. For now, animal control, again, this is in Michigan, is recommending that owners stay away from dog parks. The mystery illness is stumping scientists unsure of exactly how it's spreading, and there are reports of dogs dying within just days of showing symptoms. Most of the dogs younger than two with severe gastrointestinal issues. Symptoms have been reported to be similar to parvovirus, but veterinarians in Michigan say all of these dogs tested negative for that highly contagious bug, but they do note this could be a new strain. For now, Animal Control recommending owners stay away from from dog parks. Lionel Moyes, ABC News. Now in Clare County, Animal Control reports more than 30 dogs have died of this disease. That's happening in Michigan. That is really scary. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast calls for some scattered showers for the first part of the day clearing this afternoon. Temperatures topping out near 80. For tonight, it's partly cloudy and comfortable overnight lows in the low 60s. Wednesday, a good deal of sunshine with highs near 80. We'll have some showers return late on Thursday with temperatures in the low 80s. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Republican strategist Carl Calabrese joining me this morning morning here on WBEN to talk about primary day part two. Carl, it's an August primary and I don't think the confusion factor has been stated enough about this primary today. What do you think? Well, good morning, Susan. And I think you're absolutely right. I think that, you know, I've talked to, to people who are you know not real active in politics. They vote and follow it, but uh, they've all said their heads are spinning. Uh, it's just, it's just been the most confusing election I've ever been involved with, and I've been involved in politics my entire adult life, and you, you could not mess this up any more than state officials have messed it up this year. And it, it's, a, it's a shame. It shouldn't have happened. Uh, it's costing local governments a lot of money to run all these elections. It's confused people, and it's probably going to suppress the vote uh, by the end of the day. You know, the airwaves are saturated with ads, radio and TV, especially in the NY23 Republican primary. Yet a lot of people don't have anything to vote for today, and they may not find that out until they try to vote. Uh, that, is, that is correct. Um, you know, you've got some districts where only Republicans can vote and other districts where only Democrats can vote. Uh, as I said, it, it's, just, it's just a very, very bad, confusing, messed up situation. Um, and, you know, it's tough enough to get people to vote in a June primary. It's like pulling teeth. Um, Having them do it in June and then again in August is going to be like pulling teeth without Novocaine, okay? I mean, it's, it's just going to be very, very difficult to get the vote out. And, you know, you hear all elected officials, politicians talk about suppressing the vote, suppressing the vote. You could not have conceived of a better way of suppressing the vote than what state officials did this year. Okay, this Republican primary in NY23 really seems to be taking all of the oxygen out of the room, right? Um, this race, what are you expecting tonight? When the polls close, well, I'm expecting a low turnout. I think most people are. The n normal turnout for a June primary would be about 20 percent. I think it's going to be lower than that. Um, turnout will decide who wins this race. You know, Susan, put yourself in the in a voter's position. You've got a checklist in your mind of how you're going to decide who to vote for. So the first checklist in this district might be who does Donald Trump support? Well, neither box gets checked for either candidate because Trump didn't didn't endorse anyone. So the next box might be. 
which candidate is a strong supporter of Donald Trump? Well, both Paladino and Langworthy boxes get checked. The next one might be issues. Which candidate favors cutting taxes? Both do. Who, which one favors a stronger position on the border to cut down illegal immigration? They both do. Which one favors a tough law and order anti-crime approach? They both do. Who's, who's pro-life? They both are. Who's in favor? Who's pro-Second Amendment? They both are. So you've got no difference there either. So now you go to the third box, and that's temperament and style. What, and I've said this on your show and, and Dave, on David Bellevue's show. What style of congressman does this district desire to send to Washington? Is it someone like, like Nick Langworthy who will be a more traditional type style in terms of passing legislation and bringing things back to the district uh, that are valuable and important to the district? Or will it be a disruptor, someone in the Donald Trump mode? Uh, and obviously, you know, that, if that's your choice, the Carl Paldino box would be the one you would check. So it really is. It all comes down to style. Uh, I think it does. I really do. What happens tomorrow when we have a winner and a loser in this race? Does the loser support the winner? Uh, <laughs> that's a great question. I'll tell you one thing that will happen. Um, if Nick Langworthy wins, he will resign as chairman of the New York State Republican Committee, which, you know, that presents an issue because you've got a gubernatorial campaign going on. But I'm, I'm pretty sure he's already said that's what he will do. Um, you know, knowing Nick Langworthy um, as a politician, he, he, I think he would support uh, the winner um, because that's what, you know, party chairs do. Um, not, not, I can't answer for Carl Paldino. I'm not sure. But, you know, it's too bad. These, both of these men have been friends and allies for decades. Um, and this shows you how quickly politics can destroy a friendship. Oh, absolutely. Well, we know that, that anything can happen in a primary. I mean, look at last year when Byron Brown lost his primary to India Walton, right? Right. And what did that primary tell us uh, about what you just said? It, 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 told, it told us that in a primary, turnout is paramount. What side gets their vote out uh, under tough circumstances uh, of a primary on uh, you know, an election that isn't held in November? That is the side that usually wins. And, you know, I, I read today that the Paladino campaign has knocked on 30,000 doors. Uh, I know people who have had their, had their door knocked on not once but twice by Langworthy volunteers. Uh, and so that's what's going to do it. And plus tonight, who's working the phones, making sure that every Republican voter, a prime voter, because that's who you're really looking at. A prime voter is someone who has proven uh, that they vote in primaries. So you, you get a list of people who voted in the last two or three primaries. That's who you're going to have to call. And it's, it starts at, you know, four o'clock, if not earlier, reminding people. And then right at, literally right up until eight thirty nine o'clock, you're making calls to those stragglers. There's going to be a lot of stragglers tonight, that's for sure. What else are you watching today besides this race? Uh, there's, some, there's some very interesting races downstate uh, for Congress that have pitted uh, uh, incumbent congressmen against each other. Um, that, that is... Uh, is that the Carolyn Maloney and Nadler race? Jerry Nadler, yeah. I mean, those are two veteran lawmakers, lots of seniority, and they end up against each other. Um, so that, that's an interesting one. Um, Daniel Maloney, Patrick Maloney, uh, the head of the Democratic National Campaign Committee, uh, is in a very tough primary uh, against a, a AOC-type leftist progressive. Uh, boy, if he were to lose, that would be a shot across the bow. All right. And then that special election in the Southern Tier, this is really a placeholder seat, right, for Tom Reed? That's right. Whoever wins that is 
going to be a congressman for about four months until the end of the last day of December. And then that district disappears and that uh, title will disappear as well. So, again, that's just another layer of confusion in this whole thing. But if you're a congressman for four months or, you know, four years, you get the same benefits for life, don't you? I'm, I'm not sure about that. I, I don't know if there's a, a period of time you have to serve before you essentially get vested. I think there is. But I mean, why would somebody want to be a congressman for four months? I think, you know, lots of reasons. Uh, you can always say you were a congressman. Uh, you've got some notoriety that might help in, in a future race, uh, especially, you know, you've, you've won a race. You've had that title. It, it, a little more credibility when you go back to the voters for the next time you run. Um, so there's there's all kinds of motivations. But obviously, there's no shortage of candidates running for a four-month office. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.